Welcome to the the, uh, the Bloody and Sunday Show. I will be Sunday Smash, and this. I am Bloody. The we know we have never gotten through this without one of us talking over not the once, other one. Not once. I'm sorry. Let's do a quick take two. Okay, ready? Yes. You want the same same level of enthusiasm? Maybe bring it up one more notch. You know what? Put All the right. same to eleven. Stretch the neck out, because this shit's going to be extreme. Yeah. yeah, it's tight. It's a little tight right now. <clears throat> All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Bloody and Sunny Show. I will be your co-host, Sunny Smash. This is Bloody the Elf. And welcome to the show for Schlemiel's by Schlemiel's. Yeah. Got a great show for okay. you today. We are in episode two, episode dose Episode 2, if you're in, in oh, Canada, geez. spot that yes. speaks French. Part and uh, uh, we're doing episode 2 of Homicide for the Holidays. And we are talking about the second worst serial killer in United States history. By sheer Based, numbers. Sheer numbers, sheer numbers, body count. We're talking about yeah. he who has removed the most from the gene pool. Mm-hmm. And this one will be Gary Ridgeway, a.k.a. The Green the River Green Killer. River Killer. Ooh, that was good. It was. We, we, we came together real good. nice on that. It was. Really he was active in Washington. Liked Cormac, welcome in. Cormac the Wolf. Cormac the Wolf, yes. Hi, Cormac the Wolf. No. Um, I didn't want to derail, derail your sentence. No, but, you're uh, fine. I did uh, that. Dude from Washington, not very smart, liked to kill himself some hookers. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, as one does. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, it, and this is going back through time. If you're going to kill somebody, you're going to kill the hookers because you know who's not missed and they get replaced very quickly? Mm-hmm. Hookers. So, you know, it was... Uh, <clears throat> 
if you're gonna do it, you do that, those or uh, the transients, mm. or the homeless and whatnot, because they're sad to say it's uh, really typically not people who are gonna be missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he went that way, and that is how he became the second most prolific serial killer in uh, in history. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You want to just jump straight into it? Do you want to address oh, no, no, my no, sweet no, Dr. Disrespect uh, little I would love uh, to mix? address that. I would also love to touch on the other points that we're, of, of the show that we're doing, because it's not just doom and gloom in this serial killer. We're going to do some fun shit today, too, man. That is, that is true. We are going to do a little bit of This Week in Dumb. Do you have anything for that? Nope, but I can get it in we'll quickness. Do we'll do that in real time then. And then uh, we have the uh, Rotten Tomatoes game. You're going to be serving me some movies today, yeah? Oh, I got some good ones. I got some good ones. There's a couple I'm not sure that you've seen. Fuck, you've been disappointing me. If we can take a second to talk about how much you've been disappointing me with movies that you haven't seen. Okay, so to be fair, to be fair, I am busy (laughs) and I don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of time to watch movies. But they're old movies. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've, I've known you for how long have we known each other now hang on 14 years 14 years I'm, I've known you 14 years I was trying to come up with a clever way to say 14 years like the better part of two decades but it's oh it is actually the better part of two decades it is it's close when you round to the nearest decade it is I'd still one up. and that's why I didn't do it originally <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't notice and I could just skate by that but you're too smart. You're too smart for me. You Which is weird. Me. You are like a person I hold dearest. Like it goes you, my kid, and like my mom. <laughs> and I will correct you more than anyone. Oh, I love you, mom. I saw her today. I love your kid too. He's all right. awesome. James is funny, man. Don't James let him hear that. He's going to get too ahead of himself. Is he watching right now? Oh, shit. I was no. switching cups. He is. No in there. I'm not in there. He is watching right now. I was trying to see if Hi, I could hear him. He may have went to bed. He was awake at midnight though. Because I, I went I went to go live. Worth of years? Yeah. It is a fortnight worth of years. Yeah. And um A no, fort I'm year. A fort year. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's not Fortnite, Fortnite is fourteen nights. We know each other a fort year. It's fourteen years. Who are we reading? Man, let's just call the show. <laughs> oh man. Shop.blowtheel.com get the hottest merch in the game. Alright, let's go. Um is Jen alive? Send everyone there. <laughs> Fucking uh but yeah. You were gonna tell me something. I don't remember. It's good. Good, it's good, it's good. <clears throat> You're outlining the show. So. Um, yeah. Then we're gonna then we're gonna do Rotten Tomatoes game, and we're gonna do serial killer movies. You're gonna be serving me, and and we're gonna call it I am. the show. Oh, and that's then we're gonna play some the, that's games. That's the tangent we went on. Is how you were disappointing me so sorely with uh, not having seen a lot of the movies that I want to present up to you. And like I said, busy, mm-hmm. busy putting this train wreck of a whatever we want to call it together that's very that's very fair you do a lot of work for us and uh, i appreciate you endlessly for it man i really you do, do mention that sin which i appreciate 
and because I you do that, appreciate it about me. Did you? You went on a tangent already about how your Christmas tree's crooked as shit, right? I did. I, right, I, I just wanted to make sure it was addressed. And, uh, oh, yeah, you didn't. I fixed it. Well, <laughs> sh shut up. It's less fixed. crooked than it was before. It's didn't so fancy fake, fix it. Man. It's fake fucking trees. I fucking hate fake trees. And we have Mine's one. Straight. I don't like it. Huh? Mine straight. Shut up. This one went through a move or several. I don't know. I miss having a real tree. Maybe it's maybe it's a subconscious thing, right? Mm -hmm. That I don't want to have this fake tree. So when I put it up, I'm like, my subconscious is like, hey, fuck this up really bad so that, you know, you can talk Marie into letting us uh, get a real tree. Because I'm not Christmassy. I don't like Christmas. I'm not a big Christmas fan. I'm not a holidays fan. Clearly. But look at your if... tree. It's crooked. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but. The one thing I want to do right is the fucking tree. I want it to be a real tree. I want to have that Christmas tree smell throughout the house. I enjoy that very much. Dude, you want to know a uh, little life hack for your fake Christmas tree? The pine tree if... air freshener? Yes. It's not the same. It's not, but it's better than what it's that thing same. smells like. It's, it is. That thing smells like dust and probably Moisture? Moth, moth piss. Mine was like, ew. <laughs> Has it been like airtight sealed for a year? Yeah, mine wasn't that bad. Cormac uh, the Wolf says, I know I've been procrastinating a lot, but I might actually want to go work on my OBS. You absolutely should, Cormac, if you need help. Big time. Or if you have questions. We got you, uh, You can feel free to hit hit up uh, myself or Bloody the Elf. Probably myself, because I had to help Bloody the Elf with his OBS. Just one time. Uh, just the other day. Uh, so you're helping your friend with OBS the other day. The other day. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, seriously, you, if, you, if you need help with it, uh, feel free to reach out to either of us. I'd be more than happy to help you. And I know Speak for Bloody the Elf as oh, he yeah, would dude. be more than happy to do the same, even though anything. he didn't tell you that he was switching platforms. And, oh, uh, P.S. I, I switched platforms back. Oh, it won't even start. Uh, you should uninstall that, reinstall it. That's uh, Turn it off, turn it back on again. Start there. Uh, I should do the same, but you like... Basole. I do love basole. I had some today, actually. What is basole? Basole is like a soup with, like a Mexican soup with hominy and um, other such things. Is that an R&B singer? It's it's very good. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I'm hominy. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's got, so it's got weird stuff in it, right? But you can't pay attention to the weird stuff that it has in it. So it's got hominy and some vegetables, and you put cabbage on it, and um, it's got some pig ears in it, and you sprinkle some lime on, lime on top of it, and it just tastes so good. But it's it's a, like a red soup, and uh, it's just tomato base. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I'd try it. It's really good. And I saw your face when I said pig ears, and I tried to sneak that in there without it Actually, being a big thing. I kind of like pig ears. Pig ears are really good, I, but they really it, good it, is the wrong like, word, but. Well, no, they are because in in Pasole, what they do is they soak up the juice from the from the soup. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it's just floppy pig ears, fucking. This. You can't think about what it is. You just gotta eat it. It's like if you eat, if you eat a rump roast, you're not like, oh man, this pig's ass is delicious. Okay, first of all, oh, pig's asses are delicious, and I'll eat them really all day. Are. I eat ass. 
who doesn't? Anyway. <laughs> if you don't, you're doing your life wrong. Anyway, let's go ahead and... <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it, if you're not, you're maybe even a little less. <laughs> My mom get, is going to be like, get better like ah, you boys are just so... Just... It went all it went down it was just a downward spiral as soon as Sunny stopped being a uh, mental health fucking what's the word? I don't know. Pro something. You were a mental health advocate? Advocate, that's and the now one. you are talking, talking about, about raping eating people's ass. ears and eating ass. <laughs> eating ass. <laughs> Jesus. Yep, here we go. All right. Let's go ahead and kick it off with Homicide for the Holidays. Homicide for the Holidays. Gary Ridgway. Turns out, really bad guy. Mm -hmm. Born just after the Second World War. 1949, February 18th. Mm -hmm. So, Gary Ridgway grew up in a house with a mom who was fairly terrible. Uh, she was abusive in all the right ways that will warp, whoop, 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 that will warp the shit out of a kid. So she mm -hmm. would um, like give him baths and like it's first like she would like um, okay so she was she worked for like a tailor and she would get mm -hmm. men's measurements and like be all up in their shit and was very um, provocative and um, so when she would come home from work and poor little Gary over here she'd give him a bath and really get into his dirty parts as he said and she would tell stories about how she would intentionally arouse her, uh, her patrons and would then go into such details as how their dick smelled and from there. And so <laughs> the she, answer is Taco Bell bean burritos. Everybody's frequently. dick smelled like Taco Bell bean burritos. Some of them smelled like sour cream. So deluxe. <laughs> deluxe tacos. <laughs> what does Taco Bell call them? The ones with, if it's got sour cream, it's the burrito, burrito supreme. supreme. <laughs> it was supreme tacos. And um, totally. Don't question why I know Taco Bell's whole menu. Yeah, I eat it a lot. There's one right across the street from my job. I mean, delicious shit for 79 cents. Why wouldn't Where you Where else there? would I get that kind of deliciousness? But what a value. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's a good deal. Anyway, so she would also... Um, she would walk around her the house, like, very scantily clad. So, like, she's talking about dudes' dicks and like didn't wear much of anything if anything at all and um was real like real shitty to his dad like real shitty like they they were still together but like she would be like belittle the hell out of him like break plates over his head in the middle of dinner and shit and he wouldn't do shit about it either he would just walk away and be like i'm gonna show her i'm gonna give her the silent treatment for you just what? negotiated your way out of the rest of my night. I hope you're happy. Like, <laughs> not really did much about it. Well, not not only that. So his dad was a bus driver. 
and um, he would come home and complain to both his son and his wife about the number of, of sex workers or, or prostitutes that were that would frequent the bus or be mm-hmm. around on the streets where he was um, and to, to piggyback off of the uh, the baths that you were talking about mm-hmm. um, he had a, a bedwetting problem back in uh, back when he was a kid and she would get angry when he would wet the bed so yeah. she would be especially aggressive during those episodes yeah which totally I don't forgot know about that yeah you're absolutely giving right giving the old dirty mike and the boys a good scrubbing like with a, a pumice stone i haven't but you know that's some people's fetish and i'm not here to fetish shame and it but it can't be comfortable can't be even a little no. bit comfortable but that's the type of stuff that this this she, kid had to deal yeah. with she was pretty horrible like it's yeah it, she was a terrible mother and um, so he grew up and yeah like a bedwetting thing too that was like it's kind of like a telltale sign like if you're a bedwetter as late as he was like Something well wrong, yeah. into his like childhood it wasn't like when he was like two or three it was like he's nine and still pissing himself so there was that and then he started to he really really hated his mom like hated her um but at the same time would fantasize about um wanting to bone his own mom uh because that it's like that whole freudian thing where it's got a name and it starts with an E. Oedipus. 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 Yes, that's exactly what it is. So, yeah. and what Freud and said it about... With a, starts with an O. Fuck off. Actually. And then starts with an E <laughs> if you like me. And um, so the Oedipus complex is basically what Freud said was every male child will at some point have fantasies about having relations with their mother. Mm-hmm. But then the... I mean, this is obviously de- debated often, but um, on a subconscious level, where they would then see their father as the one who actually gets to lay said mother, and you see your father as a competition, own, and yeah. you're resentful of of them, yeah. But then you learn that he's the one who's the master of the household, and. Um, you just accept that and then you stop fantasizing about your mom and it's all right. subconscious like you don't really do it but you do and um so anyway he saw his father as a pretty much like a limp, a limp noodle like so he never had that work. yeah and um so he would fa- continue to consciously fantasize about having <laughs> carnal relations with his mom and Cormac just said it's a good thing this is 18 and over yeah like, mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> this is really skirting that pos line just yeah so he then would take out his aggressions on like animals like he said he killed a bunch of birds and then he graduated <laughs> to drowning a cat and then he would shoot the neighborhood dogs with pellet guns. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like his release. Like he would torture animals, which is, of course, another rather large serial killer red yeah. flag. Rocky, good morning. Welcome in. And, uh, Hi. you know, buckle up. It's a, okay. We're going to be on a ride. 
It's a doozy. So uh, Gary then entered his early teens Mm -hmm. and had evidently... I'm going to skip around. So if I jump over something that I missed, feel free to... Because I'm doing this all from memory here. Um, So he, in his teens... Um, was starting to get a little bit more and more like aggressively violent. And um, when he was like 13 or 14, he said that he had walked by some just random, like it was like six year old. He was 16. He was 16 and he lured them. He lured a six year old into a forest and then stabbed him in the liver. In, yeah, and then kind of just left him to die and walked away and laughed mm-hmm. about it. And um, we don't, he didn't die, but he didn't know who Ridgeway was, so he was yeah. never able to identify him. And um, <clears throat> then he grew a little bit older and then started soliciting sex workers. Yeah. And then from there, like he he hated sex workers but still wanted to like he was starting to get like a like a sex addiction so he would uh still continue to hire them even though he hated all of them because he hated women because he hated his mom right so, so he eventually winds up meeting a girl her name was Judith Lynch who he wound up marrying he was young he was like 20 or something like that by now Mm -hmm. and um joined the navy and moved away from her and oddly enough his military training they did like a study back in 2016 and they military training doesn't like make them more or less aggressive it just is I always thought they'd like, oh, he's now he's fucking militarily trained, so now he's gonna be that much worse. But didn't really, it doesn't really have an effect on a serial killer. But um, yeah. The um, while he was overseas, um, he was in somewhere in Asia. Do you remember where? Like I don't. Korea or Vietnam or something like that. And uh, around that time, so it makes sense. Yeah, I think it was in Vietnam. <clears throat> probably or, Vietnam. It was probably Vietnam. So he solicited a lot of Vietnamese prostitutes who he would start to kind of batter them around a little bit. You know, just give them a little uh, firm talking to with his fists. And um, came back and found out that while he was overseas cheating on his wife with Vietnamese prostitutes, that she had also had an affair. And... He was smart enough to know, but now he's like a violent dude. But yeah. he was not very smart. Like his IQ was like 90s. Is in the 80s. Like yeah, like, <clears throat> it was high 80s, almost 90. And um, I'm just gonna brush that off and like I'm still right. It was 90. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he wound up knowing that if he killed his wife, he would be the first person they suspected. So he left her alone and just got a divorce. And then... Sorry, I don't mean... I don't mean get in there. Tusky just played the, the Oh My God from Trolls 2. Fucking <laughs> sound button here. So oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Tusky, I appreciate you, man. 
And I'm sorry, they're SETI shekels, not SETI bucks. Anywho, so he's now divorced and winds up becoming a devout Christian, like born again on a level in which is like disturbing. Disturbing, like, like he a disturbing level can't of, of, do of. anything without his Bible being like in his hands. Like he can't sit, he can't sleep. Like imagine like watching TV, but you have to hold your Bible. Like that's how yeah Christian and he was. He would he would cry after reading the Bible. Yeah, and after, not like um, like sob. And after sermons, like like yeah. sermons would happen, and he'd be in the in the pews just like <laughs> yeah, like he was like in it. The, yeah, he was. Yeah, not great. And he would then go to his neighbors and try and convert them to Christianity as well without success. And then he would have doors like slammed in his face. Like, he was a creepy dude, you know? Yeah. And he looked um, creepy. Yeah. And uh, so it didn't go well. And then he eventually like gives up on that because it's not working out and then goes back to sex workers and then kind of shifts his addiction from sex to Christianity back to sex. Did I miss anything yeah. on that? No, no, you gotta fill that mood with something. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he started hooking up with sex workers and then he eventually recalls killing some but he's so twisted and fucked up by this point that they kind of compare him killing somebody to us like accidentally stepping on a bug and like or like breaking yeah. limbs off a tree like you don't really remember it so it's like oh shit well that just happened i guess yeah so but he was still cognizant of the the repercussions that they had that yeah. that, that the act had it didn't affect him in the way that um, that murder or a death period affected, you know, most right. normal people. It was just he knew he was like, "Oh shit, that died." But if somebody finds out about it, I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah. So he and would cover his tracks pretty yeah. well, and then he would his like mo would be, um, he would have sex with a sex trafficker, or sex tra Jesus Christ, a prostitute. And then Sex he would, Jesus. And then he would. No, he liked them. They were cool. Yeah. But the actual. My name is Boris. Yeah. Him and Boris <laughs> hung out a lot. He uh, would then <laughs> strangle his prostitute and then go like bury her in the woods. But after that, he would then like get the earth. Like he needed to fuck something again. So he would then go dig up their dead bodies and fuck the body. Like he was well, like here, in so it. So here's the thing when he killed them and buried them they mm -hmm. weren't like individual like places that he buried them it's all he, same he buried them in clusters mm -hmm. and they would be posed and they would typically be 100 percent nude and then yeah. he would come back and get with the bodies and the reason that he said that he did that is he didn't find like sex with the bodies more gratis gratifying than with a live person he's just it um diminished his need to find new victims yeah and he knew that by doing that it would make sure it would 
there was less of a chance of him being caught. Yeah. He, he would use their bodies until they were so, like... Like, they were so, like, far gone that they would be, like, maggot-filled and oh, shit like that. God. So he was yeah. like, all right. And as soon as they would expire, like, real bad, like, a little bit of here and there, he was okay with. But they'd get, like, full of shit. And, like, animals would fuck with him a little like he was just out like he would then go find another one and then kind of rinse lather repeat and um how, do you know this is your chat's gotta be fucking awesome right now it's it's good fucking Rocky is like at this point if your next topic was cooking utensils are your broken sex toys really out of order or out of use it would be less gross yeah he was uh he was a sick dude Cormuth is like what the fuck am I still here for because it's compelling content that's why you're still here Cormuth mm-hmm. uh, ain't nobody shutting this shit off they want to know what happens don't challenge death to a pillow fight unless you want to deal with the reaper cushions mm-hmm. that was good that was good he bought stock in Vaseline oh, after that <laughs> Ah, uh, Christ. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, that's good. And um, so he had report- something that was interesting about it was as much as he hated his mom and like wanted to get rid of her, like he never did. Like it was like weird. And then he winds up getting married again to what was her name? I have it here. Starts with a J, I think. It was. Marsha Lorraine Brown. Real close. Real close. JKLM. Four <laughs> letters away. And she was kind of like an odd pick for him because he still had strange standards in yeah. the sense that, I mean, granted, he have relations with dead bodies. Standards. But he still like, wanted to keep them trans. Yeah, <laughs> but he married a girl who was like notoriously overweight, which was like out of character for him. Mm-hmm. But it was ultimately because it was she was more like he could control her easier. So just got to roll her from room to room. Yeah, and um, I don't Such think she was that asshole. fat. But <laughs> <laughs> um, he started to get abusive with her now. So like. Yeah. He would slap her around and shit and then she wound up getting a gastric bypass surgery mm-hmm. and um, she started losing weight which he didn't like because now he was concerned that she would find somebody else so strangely enough instead of killing her because he knew better than that keep in mind he's not smart like he's right he's like a D student at best and that's like at best like work his dick off he could get D's like he wasn't smart <laughs> and um I am D's nuts and uh he uh, wound up divorcing her for that and then um for losing weight it's like she's too skinny yeah she was getting attractive so he didn't I care need a final ass yeah is it what I imagine his and, was uh, on the divorce papers yeah and I think they even had a kid together. He has a son, which was... He does. Disturbing. Right? Concerning and a little bit. 
So when you talk about, and that's a thing, man. When you talk about gene pools and and uh, and passing this stuff on and so seeing the, the history from like yeah. the the amount of and and then that, then it becomes the debate of nurture versus nature right like does the is, is this are these behaviors things that are that are passed on or is it something that's taught because of the the, the lives that are led as children and it's that that type of debate that that study is super interesting to me you know what mm-hmm. i mean and that's i think what got me so into it when i was younger was uh figuring that out like I'm going to be yeah. the one to figure that out. And, I didn't, but right. But uh, yeah. he was real careful too, because he kind of wanted to protect his child. So he would never do any of the shit at home. Like he would go out, find somebody cheap hotel room, kill them there and then go dump them in his burial ground area. Yeah. And then so that his son wouldn't accidentally like walk in on something. He was worried about that, which is real kind of it's kind of strange but this is weird like how he was so like just like completely despondent of any type of uh a human life didn't hold a lot of value to him at all and it was just his like sociopathic shit but with his kid either he had learned enough from just society in general or if it was some sort of paternal instinct that kicked in that he wanted to protect him so he wouldn't do shit at home like that just uh, protect him so it was it's just weird how his brain worked and then he went on to kill what was the title, total number uh, well he confessed to 49 but uh, it and was up to he, he admitted to or he was he, charged for 49 he confessed to 71 he confessed to 71 which there's no reason to doubt him but they think it's significantly higher like in the 100 plus range because his issue was he didn't remember like he would forget about them because he just because he didn't like, oh, care fucking... that much like yeah some people would kill because they got like a thrill out of it but his was just like his pleasure centers were so fucking burnt out that yeah he would murder them and then dump them and literally forget about it and then it's over and over and over again so he got caught now correct me if i'm wrong because i i'm hazy on this but basically a couple of kids were out playing in the woods and one of his victims had like he buried too shallow yeah. so she yeah. had worked her way up rain and erosion and yeah, yeah, yeah. like animals and shit some, yeah yeah it dug her up so they <laughs> accidentally stumbled upon it yeah. and then wound up calling the police and well the other thing right is he had gotten married a third time yeah and when that wife moved in, moved in, and that's the one I was thinking of that I think started with a J. I don't remember her name. Her but, name uh, was all right. Claudia Craig Burrows. Yep, not a J. No J's there. So you couldn't just let me have that one. So thank you for that. Her name was Claudia. Uh, <laughs> J L A. You but, were perfect, uh, she, buddy. She had talked about when she moved in, his house or apartment didn't have any carpet at all. And um, she had gotten a call from the police saying, hey, get out. We need to come talk to you. We suspect that your husband is this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, when she's talking a little, to this, little chat. This, yeah. <laughs> so when um, she did an interview back in 2010, fairly recently, <clears throat> I mean, relatively to this, all the, the goings-ons, um, 
the police told her that he had probably used the carpet to dispose of body. Yeah. Just cut the carpet out of the, the house mm -hmm. so that he wasn't purchasing a carpet. And it, like for being as unintelligent as this yeah. man was, he did a lot of things for self-preservation that uh, most people of that wouldn't uh, wouldn't do. Oh, stinky Kaniga. Thank you for that follow, man. Thank you. Thank you for uh, enjoying this content. Yeah. We're he would he like keep in mind he's not an, an exceptionally bright dude. He evaded police for a long time, like a really long time. Yeah, no, like, he really did. Decades, he was able to like he didn't get caught until the eighties. Yeah, and uh, he just kind of yeah, I killed him. Like it is what it is. It was no crazy court case or anything like that. He admitted it, but yeah, um, because of how little regard he held just didn't for care. it. Yeah, I killed him, and I wanted to kill as many as I possibly could. Eight sex workers. He was just gonna kill them all, and he's like smart enough to know too that, like you were saying earlier, that they were the least likely to be missed. Yeah, and it was just him, and like he was proud that like he had made it that long because he wasn't very smart so he was like kind of compared himself to ted bundy in the sense that his thing was he had made it just as long as he did and killed even more people than he did and yeah. ted was so smart and he was so not and that was what he was proud of people are fucking weird man so anyway Green River was the area in Washington that he was active, so he became the Green River Killer. And uh, he was the second most prolific serial killer in United States history. The shit blows my mind, man. And it's um, fucking, we were talking about the whole genetic things um, before, and whether it's nurture versus nature. Yeah. And it's I don't know a way that you could ethically figure that out. You know what I mean? Correct. Yeah. Because there, there's, it's impossible. Like you're either gonna, you're gonna fuck kids up. So there's no way to just be like, oh, this is the surefire way that kids become serial killers. So make sure they don't do that. But yeah, some people are that, fine. You, and... Yeah. You you make them fucking serial killers, and you're like, yeah, well, it's just one. But that's a fucking person's life, you know? Yeah. So the ethics behind it is. Uh, it's mind-boggling me, man, mm -hmm. and it's especially it's, with like sociopaths too, where it's like mm -hmm. the things they do care about and the things they don't care about, and why? Like, why would you value one life more than another when life has no value? Yeah. So it's like when you have like two sheets <clears throat> of paper, you find like that you like one, but the other one doesn't when they're exactly the same. Like, it's doesn't make sense. It's super bizarre. That's totally fair. But dude, it's uh, it's crazy, and I don't know, man. I I find that stuff nuts, and it's it it uh makes me question a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like I, as a parent, especially, right? As a parent, and bloody, you can bounce back on this if you like. As a parent as well. I'm a fucking parent, terrible like, parent. It's like well, I'm not like. <laughs> I'm a good I'm a good dad like that's one of the things that I know that I'm really good at right is I'm 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 a really good dad I'm mediocre I'm aggressively mediocre at pretty much everything else but as a dad I'm a good dad 
but I still worry that there's some there's some decision or some thing that I find minuscule and not a big deal that when my kids will tell me as I get older or as they get older they're like hey this kind of fucked me up a lot and that's a thing that at the time I was like they'll be fine it's not a big deal you know what I mean I think kind of on that same level but I, I'm understanding enough to know that because that's a concern in the back of your head you're gonna be that just is, fine yeah that's also it's, very very fair when they people that are usually bad parents don't know they don't even have that they don't it doesn't even register they're just oh. like this is fucking the kids as, a, and as, as well as like being a dad like it's really two things for you it's like a hundred things but because there's so many of them but for you it's <laughs> gonna be two things number one be around it's really kind yeah. of one big one and the second thing is keep them off the pole you do those two things yeah. you're fine now it's a little bit harder for you because you got 30 little daughters over there 30 daughters yeah so you're kind of <laughs> i mean one or two is acceptable it's, if i no 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 it's a it's a 25 percent success rate is my my goal if one of them goes then i'll be disappointed but it's like well i did you know 75 percent is not too bad that's still a c. That's, a c that's a passing grade yeah a, <laughs> average <laughs> oh man not my parents i'm the most balanced person in the world fucking groggy Rocky, you're a beautiful bastard. You, you beautiful Frenchman. You are going to conquer the world someday, and I'm excited for it. I, for one, worship my French overlord as long as it's Rocky. Got to see this dude. Look at this. Oh, Kilo the dog. Oh, I want to cuddle Kilo right now. Right now, I want to. I want to wrestle with Kilo. And then get down on the ground and just. Mm. Did you just break my dog's neck? Is that no, what just no, happened? I was, I was <laughs> cuddling. That was, Did you just like, I am legend one. my dog? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey dude. Hey. Speaking of segways, are you ready for this weekend dumb? This weekend dumb. <gasps> It is a local story, as a matter of fact. Well, local-ish. Local adjacent. You found one because I found two while you were talking. I did. Well, I found one. Nice. Uh, Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Man eating tacos from Taco Bell, as it were. As we were talking about Taco Bell earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taco Supreme. Taco Supreme. Burrito Supreme. Fucking it's just the same burrito thing? with sour cream. There's a Tenacious D song with that, and I can't remember what it is. Explosivo. Yes, that's it. That's the one. Um, so he's driving, eating a taco. He has to drive on the freeway. Uh, normally, <laughs> he drives with those windows down to get the wind in his hair. Yeah, but, I did the same thing. Uh, this today, this day. He drove with the windows up because he did, in fact, get a Taco Supreme. He didn't want the lettuce and taco bits flying out the window into the freeway mm-hmm. were for the birds to get them. So he rolled his window up, ate his Taco Supreme, heard a... And I was like, what the fuck? And then heard another... 
and his back window shattered. So he pulls over to the side. I was like, well, that's fucking weird. Thought maybe it's a rock or something. Then uh, decides to get back on the road, calls the police to report it as a, as a upstanding citizen would do. And uh, the police are like, oh yeah, there's an active shooter in that area. So this man was saved because the first bullet went right in his driver's window or driver's side window, went ricocheted right off um, because of the angle. And the second shot ended up cracking his or shattering his uh, driver's side passenger window. He was getting Uh, shot at. Yeah, he was being shot at. So the fact that he was eating a taco from Taco Bell saved this man's life. So uh, thank you, Taco Bell. And your Taco Supremes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So for this one, do you know what happens when you don't pay your property taxes? I don't. What happens? The city treasurer um, will actually foreclose your house. So you have to pay your taxes. Do that. And in this one, an unpaid property tax bill cost <laughs> this Michigan man his house. It was a bill of $8.41. Uh, he just no forgot shit. to pay it because of its dollar value and out of sight, out of mind. Gets a notice that he comes home from work one day and there's a giant foreclosure sticker on his. No fucking over $8. and $8.41. That's fucked. And Eggs Benny said, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Tuscan. Tuxin. <laughs> it's not. And the C comes before the S, so it would be. It's Tucson. And, which uh, means. The land of virgins in uh, Apache. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, but it's, you know. A whale's vagina. It's worth a shot. A whale's vagina. <laughs> Settled in 1673. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this guy lost his house, and now they're at court. Over um, $8. Over $8.41. It's- Holy shit. It's, Look at the, think of think of the turnaround on that for the state. It's like, yeah, we got this house ready to And what's funny is is when there is an over they sell that house and they keep everything. So they will yeah, sell I that know, house. That's what for, I'm saying. The ROI on that is fucking insane. They'll have to pay the fee to the treasurer. So they'll pay the eight dollars and forty once yeah. and then they pocket the difference. So it would be roughly they said the house is worth roughly sixty thousand dollars because it's just outside Detroit. So they're going to keep 59,992. I mean, they got to get rid of all the uh, dilapidated off of the property. I mean, there is a cost that goes into that, but just the property alone, the land itself. That's impressive. And then the last story I've got for you here is a group of Santas were spotted kicking down a wall and ripping out a labor, a labor sign. What? And this was in... The Santas? Santa Clauses were all pissed off over a labor sign. A gaggle of Saint Nicks did this? A murder of them sure did. They took it and uh, <laughs> got pissed about this sign that was um, promoting labor of like a, a, a union and they were not union workers and found offense to it and they all just gathered together in their Santa mobile, got on the sleigh and just came in there and kicked that, kicked a fence uh, like a, and this was like a 
like a brick fence to kick this thing down. down. Yeah, they like knocked Damn. it down I mean, and then ripped the side out of the yard. Dudes. They're hefty dudes. They're hefty dudes by they're nature. They're jolly. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> a fucking a pride of jolly old elves. Indeed. Beat down a wall. Absolutely. That's awesome, dude. It makes me happy. I'm okay with that. That one I'm okay with. You know, it is dumb. But I'm happy that it happened. Too. Hmm. This weekend. Bloody. I'm ready. My body is ready. Ready? My mind uh, is ready. My soul is ready. I'm ready. My little, I feel it deep in my plums. <laughs> nice bluish hue to them. Ready to take them to market. I think this is my like favorite part. Like regardless of what we do in the beginning. It really, they really. <laughs> that's really my just... favorite part. Mm -hmm. Like if we just did streams of just the Rotten Tomatoes fucking... game. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes game. I would not be upset about it. I wouldn't either. It would make it a lot easier to produce, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. I wouldn't know because this is it. This is all that I do. <laughs> It'd cut back some time. But uh, I'm such an asshole. Uh huh. Oh look, it's a cattail. Yeah, I got a kitty. Just put that. Put that anywhere. Smell it. <laughs> Swear to God, man, you ever smelled cat piss before? It smells like regular yes. pee that took a shit. <laughs> oh my God. Who's that? Christ, that's so good. All right. So, we're going we're gonna to take a gamble. I have 3% on my battery. If we don't get through all of these quickly, I will have no notes. Let's go fast. Um, yeah. So... Number one, uh, in the late 1960s, early 1970s, a San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective obsessed with tracking down the Zodiac Killer, an unidentified individual who terrorizes Northern California with a killing spree. Directed by David Fincher, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr., and Mark Ruffalo, I'm speaking, of course, of Zodiac. 2007's Zodiac. So Dear editor, this is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July. I want you to print this cipher on the front page of your paper. He wants his code in the afternoon edition. Ray Smith, don't you have a cartoon to finish? Another letter. School children make nice targets. He gave himself a name. Greek, Morse code, astrological signs. This guy's used them all. I like killing people because man is the most dangerous animal of all. How does one do that? I like puzzles. I do them a lot. This was a good one because I actually thought about putting this in the in your episode. Um, but oh, I wasn't yeah. sure if you'd seen it or not, and then I didn't want it to oh. bother you, so I, I just didn't Probably see it. Every movie. Um, I, I remember this being kind of a meh movie. Like, I didn't lose my marbles over it. Um, but it's a Here's pretty Here's the thing popular. about this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie was a very slow burn, and I think it bothered a lot of people because there was no closure on it. Because the yeah. Zodiac Killer, as of yet, Still not is caught. not caught, unidentified. So it's like, 
who knows maybe you can solve it it's like the modern day unsolved mysteries like mm -hmm. if robert stack had I read the guy. end credits oh god i would have uh, blown my whole fucking load like maybe you can you know what i mean that voice that he yeah. did i can't do robert stack but imagine i want you Ooh, i just got chills fact, thinking about it <laughs> matter of fact do robert stack right here Ready? he's there already baby there he is do it oh god i'm, excited I'm so about excited him. about him being there <laughs> um i'm gonna say this movie is back at the same time that was so perfect All right, anyway, <laughs> go. i'm sorry i'm gonna say this movie is barely fresh 60 percent 60 okay we could uh, go either way i don't know the next movie Nope. Actually, I'm sorry. 60% is what you guessed, right? Uh-huh. All right. Let me get my notes out. So, uh... There we go. Um... Zodiac was... Actually... Fresh and certified, so... Hmm? At 89%. Ah. The more you know. Yep, the more you know. Uh, fun fact about this. Um, uh, after this movie was released because of the, uh, you know, household detectives that came out of the word work, after this movie came out, uh, the Zodiac case was reopened because it was closed. Uh, additionally, which is less dramatic, um, Robert Downey Jr. was so unaccustomed to the experience of both David Fincher's multiple takes because of how much of a perfectionist that he was and the process of filming digitally as opposed to standard reels that he rebelled against David for, quote-unquote, having no time to get my shit together in my trailer by hiding mason jars full of his own urine on the set. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Good time, you know? There's no better way to, uh, you know, to voice your displeasure than leaving mason jars of urine all over the place. I hey mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you gotta get your point across. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Uh, ready for your next one now? Hit me. One more drink. One more drink. There we go. All right. A wealthy New York City, city investment banking, banking. All right. Take two. two and action. <laughs> A wealthy New York City investment banking executive, Patrick Bateman, hides his alternative psychopathic ego from his coworkers and friends as he delves deeper into his violent hedonistic fantasies directed by Mary Heron starring Christian Bale and Justin Theroux I am speaking of course of the year of our lord 2000s American Psycho you like Huey Lewis in the news <laughs> new card what do you think Whoa. very nice Patrick, you're so sweet. Jean? Yes, Patrick? Would you like to accompany me to dinner? 
We're not through yet. If you stay, something bad will happen. Do you have any witnesses or fingerprints? Actually, yes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Huey Lewis and then I can't I was trying to remember the rest of the monologue and I didn't really came into the room <laughs> yeah fucking Huey Lewis in the news Jared Leto I think this is his first no when did Fight Club come out was 99. it before this 99 okay so yeah this this was Jared Leto's second acting thing Fight Club was his first I'm putting up a thing right here right now. We'll see if you're right or not. And um, it's gone. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. That's fine. I don't even need. I don't. I'm don't even to watch it. I just know it's know it's right. But you guys should watch it because uh, can we just take a minute? Can we take a minute? Take two. So the raw cast is you know entertaining for our banter. But the edited version of the Bloody and Sunny show is fan fucking tastic. Even my because mom likes it. Be, yeah, Bloody's mom likes it. We're <laughs> idiots. Like yeah. we're we're not what you would call good or smart people. But <laughs> it's like speak for yourself, Bloody moron. Bloody. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, Bloody does such a fucking good job putting this show together and. What I'd, what I'd like right now, if you could, but I need I need your eyes. I'm up here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> what I need you to do right now is I need you to put our YouTube channel right across here. So if you guys could just go to the Bloody and Study Show YouTube channel, follow, subscribe, leave comments, um, <laughs> participate in in uh, the the um rotten tomatoes game he this fucking man puts in so much work for this shit like it's insane he texts me he's like well fucking da vinci crashed looks like i have to redo four and a half hours of work so he puts like nine hours of work in on his weekend 15, 15, on, yeah, all right 15 hours. i was trying to lowball it but he he puts a lot of work in on Thanks. his time off to make sure that this that this show comes together and then it comes together nicely i am an asshole and all i have to do is just you know cut down some audio that's all the only ask he's had of me is hey have you, you done that maybe, yet you, no <laughs> i was getting there do you want to maybe you know cut this down and and put it on podcast places to get us more visitors and i'm like oh absolutely i do want to do that i haven't yet but i do <laughs> want to like it's the thing that's on my list of things i want to do but if you could show this man some fucking love by going to our uh, our YouTube channel, just search the Bloody and Study Show. Uh, the link's gonna still be down there because it's not fading away. As a matter of fact, if you even want to lower it down so that it's just there for the rest from this point forward, Bloody. Hey, you know how I love you, right? And how I'm gonna yes. shit all over your point right now. Oh goddamn! <laughs> so uh -huh. you're talking about doing this in post, right? Yeah. So they're on YouTube looking at it. I know. So they would already be there. <laughs> Remember that part where I said I'm not a smart man? I didn't think that through, did you? 
I didn't. I didn't. I was trying to just, you know, sing your fucking praises. Anyway. I really like that, though. You can um, keep going. The minute after, the minute after the stream is done, I'm going to put a link down in my profile channel or my profile for Twitch. Bloody is going to do the same if he does, hasn't already. He probably has because... I haven't. Okay. I will, We're both going to put links down there for, our, for the podcast channel. Please, please click it. Subscribe notifications bell icon i don't care fucking just be just just witness it because it's very well done and motherfucker i appreciate motherfucker i appreciate you motherfucker i appreciate him yeah (laughs) anyway uh where were we somebody subscribed while you said that did they Mm -hmm. that's fantastic you're fucking awesome your viewers are great Thank you guys. I really do fucking appreciate you. Like more more than I can put into words. Don't you fucking do it, bloody. What? Okay. No, I I thought I, you're gonna be like, hey, try right now, do it. Oh, yeah, you can put try it, if you want right words. now. You can try. I'll I'll wait. Oh, we just got another one. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Pixel's like, hey everybody, let's make a drinking game of this. Take a shot every time <laughs> Suddy appreciates somebody. <laughs> That motherfucker, I appreciate, appreciate you. You guys I, are gonna I'm, have I'm gonna throw, alcohol yeah, poisoning. Appreciations like like Oprah. You get appreciation, and you get appreciated. <laughs> Everybody gets appreciation. Mm-hmm. Good job, man. <laughs> also, Thanks, man. to to credit Edgy. the level, my uh my dedication to the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I keep a, an an application open that at all times tracks our our subscribers. That's awesome, dude. I don't do that. Nope. You're better at this than I am. Nope. I, here, and here's the thing, guys, right? Again, the talk bloody phrases. I. This is my up. favorite part of any show we've ever done. This is up for a BS award uh, right here. Well, it, it's, it's important to me, man. It's nominated. It's important to me. It's, <laughs> I want, it's important to me that I got one thing from this, this episode nominated. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> But no, it's important to me because this man fucking puts so much work and effort into into every single stream from the very first one to this one right here. Every single one, the same amount of love and dedication was put into it. And uh, like, if we're being honest, right? And I'm always honest with all of you. The um, internet lies, but we don't. I, I, I don't. I, I show up on Saturdays. You do do that. <laughs> Most I did times. fall asleep one time. Yeah, you did. You did fall asleep one time, and I made sure you got a lot of shit for it. Mm-hmm. But there were other times where I'm like, hey, I know the show's 10 minutes ago. I'm not going to make it. It's okay. What do I always but, tell uh, you? Mm-hmm. I know, I know. And you're like, that's that's all right, brother. Bert. Don't worry you about take it. care of yours. Gotta have, but, and it's never like, it's never like I got drunk and forgot. Yeah, it's it's never, always like, yeah, it's never a point of contention. There's usually a legitimate reason. Yeah. yeah. There's usually a legitimate reason. But, it's important that people know that quickest way to get drunk is by watching study appreciate people. You're not mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but he bloody puts so much work into this shit. I and do. And he does such a great fucking job. And I I would appreciate you guys for appreciating bloody on Thanks. the work that he does in the show. So if Best you guys way to go say to the YouTube channel, that you uh, appreciate me, hit that sub button. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Roggy. Fucking appreciate you, man. I appreciate that you're here every 
to start your day. I appreciate that I'm the man that you to every day. You know what I do that I didn't tell you about? What's that? Is we are getting, it's uh, not copyright strikes or anything like that, but like copyright claims <laughs> on all of our videos. No way. <laughs> right? Because I edit in a trailer for every video that we yeah. talk about. So to avoid, and that's where I would always get clipped by one of them, or all of them sometimes. Yeah. So to get around that now, I started cutting up the trailers so that YouTube couldn't see them. So it's not one long string. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. to just kind of shorten them just for time because I don't want to put a five minute trailer after every single movie, but it would still get caught. So what I started doing is like cut, 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 take a bunch of parts out, put them back together. So not only do I edit at the show, I edit every trailer that gets put on the show so that, mm -hmm. and that's where most of the time goes is like editing that. Our show for the most part, it's actually pretty simple. It's we talk, I find parts that are kind of lulls. I'll take that out or someone, one of us gets up. I always do yeah. like a, pre-show joke and an end show joke and um so that it starts off there edit and or create an entirely original intro which we now have we do and um, uh i don't know if kara got back to you but uh she said you misspelled some things oh Again. i was actually running the, I, I remember how i had the word riveting in there wrong so yeah. I took the you whole put a different word in there. Yeah. Exhilarating, because I can, I can spell that. exhilarating, but I can't spell but riveting. She also, she also said that you used the the improper form of it's. Oh fuck and, off! I don't and... care. <laughs> <laughs> but Rocky, I uh, wanted to give you give you a little bit of skin. There so you Rocky go. said, Rocky said, "Oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that study." I'm used to waking up to naked people, so could you wear less clothes? So I decided to undo the buttons on the top of the, the uh, hamburger meat hanging out there, getting a little Miami. Have, I mean, I don't have hamburger meat. That's you have a noodle, ami, ami. It looks like I was shaving my my beard, like trimming my beard, and the clippings just embedded themselves into my chest. It looks like a bare chested. I'm not. It looks like I have. Like a prepubescent amount of hair on my chest. You do have a prepubescent amount of hair on your chest. That's not a looks like. That's what that is. That's fair. That's fair. I, on the other hand, I'm a fur-bearing mammal. Are you really? I've never seen you shirtless, I don't think. That's by design. It's upsetting. Dude, do a little, do a little, do a little one of these. <laughs> I went down pretty far too. You really did. I know, because I know how long. So his beard, his beard goes to about right here. So him doing this is a, it's a substantial. It's long enough, it's long enough of, to play with. There you go. Get a little. Mm -hmm. Mine is not long enough to do that. I play with anyway. it while you talk. It keeps me occupied. <laughs> God knows you do anyway. say some things. I, I, I'm sorry, man. All right. Uh, I have to apologize. Did you have a guess on that movie? What, did, what, uh, what, what was the movie? <laughs> American Psycho? Oh, yeah. Did we go? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say 85% yeah. on that one. That was a great movie. 85? Everyone it likes that movie. Fantastic, man. I love that movie. Here's the thing. If this one went way negative because, like, it's fucking crazy, I wouldn't be that surprised. But I think it's pretty well received. If there's anything less than 85, is, it's I It's not way shocked. negative. It's not. Uh, it is less than what you thought it was. Okay. That uh, is fresh. It is fresh at 68%. Oh. Okay. 
<clears throat> which still... is respectable for what it was. Uh, this was Christian Bale's actually first, you know, leading man role. And everybody mm-hmm. warned him not to get it because they're like, this is going to tank your fucking career playing this type of role. Blah, blah, blah. Awesome. It actually did not. It did the opposite. It spun him around from being a secondary side character to being the, you know, fucking Batman or the machinist. Um, it did very well for him. Uh, actually, during his chainsaw scene where he throws a chainsaw down. That's a hell of a throw. The, 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 yeah. Uh, they did several takes of that. Went through and, uh, themselves some chainsaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would happily, literally, so he'd, you know, put that out there. Uh, he would happily wear uh, or hang out between takes wearing nothing but a sock over his penis and some tennis shoes. <laughs> so between the chainsaw takes, and I don't know if, if you've ever been on a movie set, takes can take anywhere between, like, you know, 10 15 minutes to reset everything up the yeah, way that it, can it take was. A while. Yeah, it can take a little bit. He's just sitting there with a fucking tube sock and finishes on, like, hey guys, fucking going professional. On the craft, craft services table, letting that tube sock just drape over the sandwiches. Just... <laughs> it's like, oh, this smells like Taco Bell bean burritos. They are why. Taco Bell bean burritos. <laughs> um, secondly, Whitney Houston, of all people, absolutely refused to allow any of her songs to be used in this film well she was on crack at the time so that's fine you know you make bad decisions when I'm cracked don't do crack guys hell of a drug hell of a drug are you ready for your next one yes sir good a string of murders in New York City during the summer 1977 centering on of an Italian-American Northeast Bronx neighborhood who live in fear of fear and distrust of one another. Spike Lee's take on the infamous killing spree of the son of Sam in The Summer of Sam, 1999. In one hot summer, in one neighborhood. Is that Richie? Satining eyes? You come back to the neighborhood looking like a freak? You're supposed to be okay with that? Their world of lovers and friends would never be the same. Police received a letter from the 44 caliber killer calling himself the son of Sam. The son of Sam killer who has been targeting young women has caused panic-stricken brunettes to dye their hair blonde. I feel like I'm cheating on you with you. I know who the killer is. Reggie Jackson. In 1977, the summer belonged to Sam. I like this. because I remember a scene where all the girls in the show dyed all of their hair so that they yeah. wouldn't meet the M.O. of the killer because he only... I don't remember if it was brunettes or blondes or blondes or brunettes, but they would swap so they would dye all their blonde hair dark so that they wouldn't meet his M.O. anymore. And one of the scenes is a guy, I'm like, man, I feel like I'm cheating on my girlfriend with you. <laughs> it's a funny scene. Um, I don't even know if oh, I I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. Directed by Spike, Spike Lee. Lee. <laughs> starring John Lee, a Spike Lee, a Spike Lee joint. Uh, <laughs> starring John Leguizamo, Adrian Brody, and Mira Sorvino. Thanks. Now you. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't think I saw this movie, um, but here we go. But you remember the scene from it? It, it was in the trailer. 
Oh, okay. Which you guys have now seen. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right there. I gave, like I said, I, I gave up because you limited me so much, especially in this genre. This isn't my favorite genre of movies, so I haven't I know, seen and it. A does, lot. It doesn't help me at all. Mm -mm. Like it's like not helpful. Hey, have you seen this? Mm -mm. Nope. Have you seen this? Nope. Have you seen this? Mm -mm. Have you seen this? That yeah. one. It's like cool. <laughs> well, that like, one. Have you seen Mr. Brooks? I'm like, my, uh... <laughs> yeah. So he said, "Have you seen Mr. Brooks?" I said, "No." I, I said, "I own that movie. Never seen it." Like it was on like a Black Friday deal, like five years ago and I remember buying it I think it's still in the wrapper right now yeah I gave up I, for for this at least this week gave up on asking you if you've seen it I'm like you know because Marie's like has he seen anything because she was like has he, see, has he seen Identity would that work I was like that would work he hasn't seen it because I asked him three weeks ago about that it's movie fine. it's totally fine um, sometimes that's a little bit of a uh an advantage because you have no bias of like yeah, personal opinion which on is, it which is fair yeah so it's not necessarily the worst case scenario but it does help if you've seen the movie then you'd be like oh that was a pile of shit um yeah. 99 was a long time ago so i like to try and base it off of as well of like what did you hear about the movie after it came mm -hmm. out but it's 20 years ago now so i don't remember what's funny um, is i saw this movie i don't remember oh you don't even remember it at all I remember, I like, I I remember seeing it, and I remember being like, "Oh shit, this is off a real thing," and then being like, "That's kind of fucked up." That's that it. I don't even know Spike Lee's work that well to know if critics like him or not. Um, He's but, divisive. He's divisive. I'll give you that. So it's like it could go either way. Mm -hmm. It really can. Um, I don't remember hearing anything about this movie at all. Um, which leads me to believe it's probably not very well received. But because of that, I'm, I'm getting too much in my head. I don't think this movie did very well. All I have to do is beat 99 to beat you this last game. So I'll say this movie's actually rotten, mm -hmm. which could either make or break my game. But I'm going to say rotten at... Fuck it, 40%. I was going to say 50, 40? but I'm going to say 40. Okay. Uh, Summer of Sam was indeed rotten at 51%. Oh, I should have said you 50 should have now. 50. That's okay. I, was, I, I felt it in here that you were going to yeah. say it. Now. Ooh, it's coming. Yeah, 51%. Um, fun fact about this movie is... Um, Adrian Brody's character of Vinny was supposed to be the main character, but because of how much improvisation that John Linguizamo did, he ended up becoming the main character. After the fact. Um, yeah. After all the shooting was done and all the editing was done, John Linguizamo, that was then the lead character. Um, and one of the improvisation scenes that he did was uh, a scene in which Vinny and Diana, or Diana, who is Mira Sorvino's character are you in the cemetery no Diana D-I-O-N-N-A -N -N -A. that's a stupid yeah. name it is it's Italian unless man. your name know. is Diana and you're in chat right now then you're cool yep, you're awesome proud of you <laughs> for making the decision to be here um, so Vinny and Diana argue in the cemetery <laughs> uh, Spike Lee 
told Leguizamo to spit in Mira Sorvino's face without her knowledge. So her reaction to being <laughs> spit in her face was genuine. When he's like, Poof. she's like, 100% genuine because she did not know it was coming. There's another scene there in, in there where there is an orgy and Sorvino was like, this is really demeaning. It's like, no shit, it's a fucking orgy. What did yeah. you expect? This a lot is of dudes a... porky pig in it. Mm -hmm. That's when you wear a shirt and no bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got 11 on that one. All right. Not bad. That's not bad. Movie I haven't seen. It's, it's not... Actually, I should probably even... stop altogether. <laughs> All right, so the next one. This is where I stop just asking. Uh, if you've seen them, because they're not. Okay. All right. So, let me get back down there. Two victims of traumatized childhoods become lovers in psychopathic serial murders, irresponsibly glorified by mass media. I am talking about a film directed by Oliver Stone, starring Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, and Tom Sizemore. 1994's Natural, Natural Born, Born Killers. Killers. I have mm -hmm. seen this movie. Mickey and Mallory. Feared by thousands. I love you so much, baby. I love you. Watched by millions. We're fake. Can't stop fake. What do you have to say to your fans? You ain't seen nothing yet. Natural born killers. Good, good. Um, that was good too. I liked I, it a lot. Here's okay. I I almost feel like I'm a little, but I don't remember. So there's that. But full disclosure, I already looked this movie up like a week ago because we were talking about one of. The people at my work looked like Woody Harrelson in Natural Born Killers. Mm -hmm. um, and I looked it up, but I don't remember the score at all. Okay. Um, but I feel like this movie did really... Who directed it again? Oliver Stone. Yeah, you just leave that anywhere. Um, yeah, I'm going to say this movie is very fresh at 87%. 87, huh? Strong, yeah. That's a, that is a strong, bold prediction. Um, it's wrong, <laughs> but uh, it is a bold, strong prediction. Uh, Natural Born Killers is actually rotten. See, that's how you know I don't remember. <laughs> At forty-seven percent, so I was close on that one. <laughs> See, yeah, I mean, you got the seven. You got the Did second I remember number. The seven. That's, on it. that's half the battle. GI mm -hmm. Joe. Just the body massage machine go. <laughs> body massage. Uh, so, fun fact about this movie, actually, and I, when I read this, I was like, no shit. Mm -hmm. Over 150 rattlesnakes, real and fake, were used for the scene when Woody Harrelson and uh, Juliet Lewis characters tread through the snake field. Initially, there were concerns that the actor and actress would be working too close to so many venomous snakes. But since the scene was filmed at night, when temperatures in the desert are significantly cooler, 
and since snakes, like all cold-blooded animals, are very sluggish in colder temperatures, most of the rattlesnakes, the real ones, slept through filming. They were just unconscious because it's so Shut cold. the fuck up. I swear to God. Like, that's that's the face that I had when I read it. I was like, oh, that's going in there. That was the best I think we've ever had for it. <laughs> it's like, am I going to get bit? Don't worry. It's too cold to get bit. You're going to be fine. Actually, <laughs> you know what's funny is... The conversation that they, that they had. Yeah. It's funny, too, now that I know that, because at night when I go to take the trash out... I'm always a little bit scared that there's going to be a snake like behind my trash cans. Now I'm not as scared anymore. Yeah, they're a little, little too sleepy. It's sleepy times. Cold times. Granted, times. at night here, it's times. like still 100 degrees, but so, actually, no, <laughs> not I'm still scared. Time, though. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad to have taken you through that emotional roller coaster. Yeah, nope, back to regular fear. Fucking 40 points. Regular fear is sucks. good fear, man. Dude, you know what snakes are weird? Sidewander snakes. You ever seen those? Yeah, they, they go sideways. They make that, yeah, that fucking S through the sand. They mm -hmm. slither this way. I awesome. saw a video online of some dude seeing one of those in a road. Pulled his car over and like an idiot pulls out a pistol and tries to shoot it. And you just see it chase after him. <laughs> and he never hit it. I He's dead. I, when I lived in... <laughs> He's dead now. When I lived in, in California, I was going to Costco to get gas. And there was a rat snake there under hiding under like a branch like a tumbleweed or yeah. whatnot right right along the curb and it was big it was like four feet it was a big dude four feet <laughs> well yeah this is this is three inches right yeah yeah okay so yeah four feet and um but no i saw it under a under some uh some brush and i was like oh man so i wanted to get a picture of it because it was a big guy mm-hmm I'd have never seen a big snake like that in the wild. So I took a picture of it and I was like, let me get this brush out of the way. So I tried to kick the fucking tumbleweed. And then it's like, like curled up. I was like, oh, God, don't, don't do that. But me being the young idiot that I am, I'm like, oh, don't do that. But pose right. But pose right. Let me <laughs> get, culture. Let me, let me get, yeah. get in there. <laughs> and uh, I did get a very good picture. I'll send it to you. You put it right there. Because I think I still have it. No big deal. Ready for your next movie? Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, after being committed for 17 years, Michael Myers, nice. now a grown man and still very dangerous, escapes from a mental institution and immediately returns to Haddonfield to find his baby sister, Lori. I am, of course, not talking about the 70s Halloween. Oh, you're not new one. talking about the 1990 remakes. I am talking about the reboot. Zombies. Directed by none other than Rob Zombie. Yeah. 2007's Halloween. Tonight's brutal murders was described by police as Manson-like in its viciousness. Three people brutally murdered and a 10-year-old boy being held in custody. You haven't said a word for 15 years. Boogeyman real? Why are you so obsessed with the 
I'm gonna cut that mask right off your face. He's come back for his baby sister. To do what? This was the first one, yeah? Because yes. he did two. He did two. And I have a, a fun fact about, about that as well. I don't think Rob Zombie d does too well with the critics. I saw this one. Okay. You saw this one, yeah? I did. This was good. This was good. This was a good remake. I liked it a lot. It was way better than the first one. It got into... Why he was His that backstory, way. Yeah. Why he was the way he was. He which was, is why I liked it a lot. It personified him a little bit more mm -hmm. than the first ones. Because he was just like some guy who killed people in the first ones. And really hard to kill. And this one actually was like, why is he the serial killer that he is? It was really good too. Because it kind of really goes well with what we were talking about. How getting fucked up as Nurture a kid. Will, nature, yeah. Will, uh, yeah. So actually I think this one... <laughs> Did far better than his average, and I will say, look, it's Rob Zombie. Though. I don't know how much. How it's tough. It is tough. And I, I thought about doing to, you know, give you some context. I thought about doing Devil's Rejects in its place. Yeah, but I felt like this was just a little bit better. Yeah, Devil's Rejects I liked a lot too. I loved that movie. And it, the House the of other Thousand part Corpses. of it is, I'd be—I feel like I'd be really upset if Devil's Rejects did poorly, Probably because of did. how much I love that movie. I know. Um, I will say Halloween. I think he'll catch some points for being nostalgic. And, okay. And this was what year again? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. This was kind of like—is this reboot time or no? Ish, yeah, it was right around that time. So I don't think he probably would have gotten dinged too hard for reboot. Um, I will say it's fresh at seventy percent. I think he's doing Ooh, okay. That's, that's rough for you, buddy. The pretty high. <laughs> way that too high. high. It's way too high. If it's, it's too, too damn high. If it's twenty percent, I wouldn't at all be surprised. Well, it's not twenty, but it, it is, is however. 26. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. It's uh it's 26 percent You said 70? Yeah. So that... 44? Okay. Sorry, Dude. I'm trying not to be sneezy right now. I don't know why I'm Dude, my allergies are actually up right now too. It's raining out. Uh look at this look at yeah. this tear duct right now. It's huge. Look at that. Allergies. Look at this nasal passage right there. <laughs> See how swollen it Look is? Look at it. Um, all right. So, uh, Rob Zombie actually revealed making Halloween with the Weinsteins was, quote unquote, a miserable experience for me. And, and so I was very reticent to do the second one. I did do the second one and I thought, okay, well, the first one was a miserable experience, but it did well. So maybe it'll be easier the second time, question mark. It was worse. Oh my God. 
I felt like they weren't trusting me on the first one because they wanted to make sure it was a hit and now they weren't trusting me not to fuck up their hit. Detailing why the experience was not one, sorry, detailing the experience, why the experience was not one the creators looked back on favorably. He said they would show me scenes from Halloween to try and make a point and I'd be like, yeah, I know, I made that movie. <laughs> why do you show me that like I've never we made a behind the scenes documentary for the making of Halloween that has somehow gotten lost in the vaults that's how messed up everything was and what was going on when we were making those movies so Rob Zombie just had a really shit experience with Weinstein Brothers and, I don't uh, know anyone who's made like a, like I know Corolla made a movie with them called The Hammer and it was mm-hmm. done through the wine scenes. He's like, not only are they the most crooked company in the world, but they're fucking awful. Yeah. I'm not even surprised by this story at all. Sounds right. Wine scenes are horrible. Agreed. That's Dr. Disrespect's uh, agency. The new, newly named Weinstein oh, yeah. company. <laughs> See, he's got a show coming out. I did not. Fucking send it to you, man. <laughs> Sorry. Shop.bloodytheelf.com. Get the hottest merch in the game. Hey. You're ready for your score? God, it's got to be 130. It's worse. Oh. 151. Ooh, new record. I'm pretty. I nice. hope I did the, the. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm loud. I'm being loud. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> Wild Marie appeared. Marie, say hi. She looks nice. Hey, everybody. She does look nice. She always looks nice. Pretty lady. Come kiss. Punch him in the teeth. She thought about it for a second. She's she... like, I might punch him instead. She did think about it. But yeah, 100 and, uh, what is it, 51? Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, hey, oh, um... I feel like this was a fun show. <laughs> Dude, it was a fun show. Two it hours was like and 20 two minutes and right now. Yeah, that's it was we're a at. fun show. It was a long one. Hey. I have probably I ever told cut you those how stuff. much I appreciate you about editing? <laughs> those, those spider stories are going to get cut, man. <laughs> have I ever told you about how much you're so good at being the best editor ever there was mm-hmm. in the game? You're the best editor. It was in the game. Number one in the fucking game. <laughs> Look at how straight that tree is, though. Can we take it a minute? To that just... tree looks like it drank more Marvel than you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are we playing tonight? All right, we'll we'll discuss that after. Okay. Let's. Uh... Have I told you lately? Eggs, you're only five beers deep. Get up to my level, man. Come on, you're, man. That's rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers you up. You are really raining it in over there. That. <clears throat> hey. What's up, dog? Hey, baby girl. I just want you to know that I could eat a peach for. Uh, you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, dude. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. All right, so. 
Oh, my metal song just slowed down in my head for this, so it's uh works out. Hey. Hey. You. Me. Or are you talking Not about you. the viewers? Okay, Not sorry. You. I'm talking to yeah. talking to these people I know. right here. I just want to make hey, sure you. you knew who you were talking. I I really appreciate you for being here more than you know I could ever really put into words. And uh, I want you to know that whatever you're going through, if it's if it's whatever it is, if it's real tough, don't worry. You're gonna fucking get through it, and you're gonna be okay. And we're bloody. The elf, myself, Sunny Smash. We're here for you. You know, help take your mind off everything. Help you get through whatever it is that you're going through. Be a personal, mental, fucking work-related, family-related, what have you. We're here to take care of your your entertainment needs. Get your mind off everything. You know, just fucking take a step back, see things from a different light and make sure that you know you're approaching it properly but at the end of the day we fucking love you for being here you're amazing love you bloody take it away and i'm bloody the elf for sunny smash remind you guys keep it posy Nailed it. <laughs> so good.